keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Sell out full of suffering, succotash, son. But it's me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch. What? It's me, Austin. It was me all along, Austin. And your teeth look like two pike too, Billy. And you book a match with me, that's right, Killing. Look at me. I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm pissed now. Where to, Stephanie? Marks with Dan St. Germain. All right. Welcome, everybody, to Total Effin' Marks. I am the king of sad style, the man with the largest calves in the world, the St. Germain event. Joining me, as always, is Sergeant Slaughterhouse. How are you, Scotty Chaps? I'm great, brother. How are you doing? I'm pretty good, dude. I'm excited to get to this 10 count. 10 count. Number one. <laughs> 10 count. <laughs> Number one, the Triple H 25-year celebration. Zzz, zzz, zzz. Celebrations? Celebration. Celebration, yeah. Well, it was also on Raw. That's why I use the plural. No, was it on Raw, though? They had, like, a montage. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily count that. Because I saw it ad- advertised as that for a moment, but then when I watched Raw, I was just like, oh. What did you think it, of the celebration? Oh, man. It was one of the... I'm not exaggerating. I feel like an asshole. But it was one of the worst things uh, to have ever uh, been on wrestling television, right? <laughs> right? I'm not, like, being crazy. I wasn't mad. I'm not I'm not sitting there watching this like this is the worst, but I'm definitely sitting there watching it going, huh, this is the it, worst. It like, wasn't I, yeah, it wasn't frustrating, but it was baffling. Yeah, it, I mean <laughs> dude, Vince, can you please explain what happened? I mean, I thought the Triple H Sean stuff was pretty good. I thought Using the montage and all the times you lost is funny. But then as soon as Vince came out, holy shit, dude. I it, mean, he Vince McMahon looks exactly like my my toy Maltipoo when we have to bathe him. Like his eyes get sunken, <laughs> start shivering. We don't know if he hurt him. We're like, we're doing something normal. Why does he look hurt? Well, what I love is, I That's mean. That's like with, with Vince. There was a real sense uh, that he was pissed off. Yeah. That he, that he, like, like he was watching the show, hated it, and then knew he had to come out. Man, I, I think he just thinks that's funny. No, man. I don't know if you've noticed. He's done this a few times, the last few times we've he seen He doesn't him. do the it's too cool, he's too cool for school thing. He does. He's not one he, of those dudes. Yeah, yes, he acts like... Uh, he acts like the company is stupid and that it's everybody's fault but his. That he has a great idea for the company, but everybody is a loser. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. That's how he comes off every time. I don't think... I don't know he's never going to blame off. himself. He's never going to blame himself. He's not going to go, oh, the ratings are my fault. Um, 
the reason this guy got over was because I never should have put him in this position in the first place. No. So he's blaming everybody else. Well, that's true. Exactly. So how <laughs> could he not, think he's definitely it's not his blaming fault. anybody else? That's for sure. Yeah. So he can't think it's his fault. And so he's coming out there like, it uh, was, I mean, it was on the dirt sheet. So I don't know if it's true, but there's a rumor going around that Vince blames the wrestlers on them. Not getting over. This is recently, not, not in the past, but he blames the wrestlers and not the circumstances, which is insane. Yeah. He blames that Brock isn't there and that, you know, they have a slew of new stars they're trying to build. But that makes perfect sense if you're him. Because but he's at, been acting like the fans haven't existed for 25 years. Yes, but, I mean, I, at least he's... That's, that's not true. At least since, though, at least since Austin left, at least since WrestleMania 20, he's acted like the fans haven't really mattered in the last 15 years. Oh, yeah, that's what, that's what it actually feels like. At least he's being consistent, though. I mean, blaming it not on the coronavirus is consistent with him really not taking this seriously, you know? <laughs> That's true. Like, if you blame COVID, then you also have to acknowledge that it's a problem. What did you think of Triple H during these segments? I actually thought he came off all right. But compared to what it could have been, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I like Triple H. I have no problem with triple h i never he was always like it growing up it was always him he was always in the picture and then like we started hating him because we felt like he shouldn't have been but i never minded him too much i mean who would have been a star if not him who would have been the who would have been the guy i think that after austin and, well, and I, I think you could make arguments over you know like during that reign of terror i guess but I'd say, like, you know, he was a legit star when he came back for WrestleMania 18. Yeah. Like, he was he was legit over, and he didn't have the power backstage that he has now. So, yeah, I would I just, say... I, 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 I mean, I just, I hear people all the time say that he, you know, he is putting himself in these positions because he's married to the boss's daughter. Not but, that first time. Not that first time. That's what I'm he, saying. Like, I mean, I get daughter. it, like... You know, him and Batista being the longest match at Mania. Yeah, that's fucked up, you know? Uh, yeah, well, he, I'm sure that he's taking advantage of that. <laughs> but, you know, being son-in-law, being the son-in-law of Vince McMahon and being married to Stephanie, I mean, <laughs> and not drinking, not doing drugs. Yeah, that's got to be crazy, man. an element where he's got he's to gotta feel like he deserves it. Maybe he does. I think I'd rather have my life than Triple H's life. I know that sounds crazy, but I think it's true. Well, it's definitely not true for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he does have like an eye on the prize mentality. It's, it's, um, it's admirable. And he is deserving of a celebration, you know. I just would have uh, not – I would have taken it seriously. Vin should have walked out and thanked him. Why can't you just thank him? He's definitely had more good matches than bad. Yeah, I don't know, man. Triple and look, H maybe this was Triple H's plan all along. He's like, look, 
There, there, there's no way they're going to debate whether or not I should have had a 25-year celebration if my father-in-law comes out batshit, clearly suffering from early dementia. People will just be talking about that the next day. Yeah. Well, what you th- you think if you think if Vince came out and was sincere with him, people would be like, "Oh, these two fucking people." You know, like, I I don't understand. He could have just came out and been nice, and it would have been like a cool moment. It would have been better than what we saw. That's but for also sure. this is the first time we're seeing Vince during this whole crisis. I don't know, man. He should have. I don't know. He should be home. Why? He should definitely be home, but that's not going to happen. No. Number two, winners of the week. Scott, your picks for uh, the best segment of Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and AEW. Zach, we're going to get to you, too. And which show was the best that week? Best segment of Raw. Go. Okay. Best segment of Raw this week. Hmm. What was the main event again? For what? Raw. It was the contract signing. No, I wasn't crazy about that. Did you like anything from Raw this week? I liked uh, Cedric Alexander and Ricochet, kind of. I didn't like their finisher. So no, man. Dude, I don't like Raw. Something about it, it fucking bums me out. How about you, Zach? I feel the same way as Scott, but I, 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 it's really hard to watch. WWE especially, because they don't... At least AEW has, like, some people making noise. So it's not as awkward, I guess. But there's just, well, there's something real awkward about it. Well, Raw, Raw especially because it's so obvious that the talent they usually use isn't there. It's like they're coming off like, oh, we're building this new talent. But it's like, no, I think if this was happening, these wouldn't be the guys we're focusing on right now. Like, Austin Theory wouldn't be there. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it just seems the most empty. It seems the most filler. Well, I actually thought uh, the best segment of Raw was Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins' contract signing. I thought Drew was very good in this role. Uh, I like Drew. I like Drew as a champ, and I like that last segment too. I didn't hate it, and but I wouldn't say it, it was it was it was the best thing that happened. I understand that contract signings are played out, and the circumstances of all of this are really weird. But mm-hmm. it, it's it's pretty amazing that the guy hasn't failed spectacularly yet, considering the circumstance. Yeah. Yeah, but again, it's it's this um, purgatory feeling. Like, I don't think you can win or fail right now. I, I think that's true. Then why are we doing a podcast? I don't know. Click, click, boom. <laughs> also, Samoa Joe's back. That's a big plus for me. Yeah, I loved that. NXT. NXT for me. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta look it back up. <laughs> I'll, I'll start off. I, I thought the Drake Maverick Tony Nese match was good. I just, it, okay, that was good. That wasn't uh, the best though. What do you think was the best? Hold on, I wrote it down somewhere. Dude, am I a loser for liking the Matt Riddle thing? No. I think it's we're hating of- on it, but I don't know. I didn't like the beginning of it, but I, I liked towards the end of it. 
How about you, Zach? Uh, I'm not entirely behind Candice LeRae's heel turn yet, but I'm enjoying. But she dyed her hair, dude. Yeah, that's never mind. You're, you're I'm right. You're, uh, I'm wrong. You're right. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think Charlotte Flair and Medium had a great match. I think that was. They did have a good match. One of the better matches of the week. Uh, Charlotte is so good. Anyone who doesn't think Charlotte is good is fucking crazy. I still who think, doesn't think Charlotte's good? I think some people think that she's just she's almost like Triple H. She's there because she's there. They're out their minds, dude. She's uh, she's fantastic. Right. I wouldn't mind seeing her go for uh, men's titles. I wouldn't even care. I'd go okay. If anyone's going to do it, besides, yeah, um, you know, I'm not saying do it, but I'm saying if it happened, I'd be like, oh, right. What's happening right now? It would make sense to me. All right. How oh, about but anyway, uh, the Drake Maverick thing. Um, yeah, no, man, it's real bad. I mean, they are really using it as storyline, and there's no way out of it. Either he comes back, and then it's still disrespectful to everybody that isn't coming back. <laughs> well, that's that's totally true. I, I didn't think of that. It's fucking nuts. Or he's fired and so... He, you know, they they can make that argument now. If they rehire Drake Maverick, they're like, see, they're like, you fired all these people, but Drake Maverick came back because that's he what they're acting like. And they're like, yeah, but didn't you write him into wanting it more? Yeah, it's. Uh, oh yeah, kind of. There's that social media video he did. Mm-hmm. It's really strange and and really uh really disrespectful. All right, SmackDown. Okay, SmackDown. Um, there was one thing I really liked on SmackDown. Hold on, I gotta find it. All right, I'll go. I, I enjoyed the Miz and Morrison segment. Kind of paid by numbers, you know, and uh, like uh, you know, heels with big egos, biting yeah, off. Yeah, I, I mean, I. But I feel bad. I feel bad for Morrison. Well, what else did you like on SmackDown? Let me see what there is. Scott, you gotta have this stuff prepared the next time. I know. I'm sorry. It's all right. I had I had it written down. I can't Jesus. fucking find it. Hold on. Zach. I I think you're probably right because what else even happened? I mean the the celebration was was a lot of the night. Uh, the- right. I mean I don't even need to ask what was the worst part of the night. Yeah. To me. Tamina being in that role is very strange to me. So I couldn't take that segment very seriously. <laughs> so, yeah, just by process of elimination, I think the Miz and Morrison probably took it. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I'm looking back and I was like, it's like a, a weird bias where like it's like you like your favorite actor. And so since Daniel Bryan was at ringside for a fucking Corbin Gulak match, it's like, oh, I think I'm enjoying this. But is it like, oh, is it because I like this person a lot? Yeah, I mean, clearly they want Corbin and and that. I think Corbin's going to win. You think he's going to win it? Yeah. No, but didn't he win already once? He's he's won already once, but nobody in history uh, has Vince put this much like booking goodwill towards where they haven't ended up with at least one world championship. 
That guy's going to get one universal or one WWE championship. I don't think Vince is going to stick with him, but I think that he's going to get one run. But I mean, you think now's now's the time for that when I don't think he gives a shit. Ratings are at an all time low. Vince is right. Everybody else is wrong. I really, and I'm not, I'm not even, I think money in the bank winner. I think it should be Otis. Just because what WWE has been missing is um, fun. There's something not fun about it. And Otis is fun. And if you have him as the guy with the money in the bank, it's just, we get to see him more. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a bad idea. It's that's perfect. The thing, but, but, but that's if he beats. Uh, that's if he beats. In WWE, somebody can just disappear. Yeah, but. Case in point, Heath Slater. Well, yeah, sure, but I I don't think they're comparable. Heath Slater never once made like a dent. I like Heath. You like Heath? Yeah. Uh, I think he looks like a creator wrestler. <laughs> How about AEW? What do you guys think was the best segment on AEW? Dark um, AEW. Ah, uh, okay. So, I obvi- I love the last like seven minutes of the main event but i think it like as a whole cody versus um darby yeah and i like the finish and i know you didn't i yeah i would say that the yeah my my favorite my favorite thing of the show was the cody versus darby match my least favorite thing was the finish but yeah you seem mad about the finish last night I was really pissed off. I just thought it was a sloppy. I just thought it was sloppy. You know, even if that's the story you want to tell, can you at least have a better? And I know, like, you know, things are weird because of a pandemic. But if you're going to do a roll-up win, can you have one camera angle from Cody's perspective? Just one? Like, I don't think it should have been confusing that Cody won. That's No, but it didn't come – it came off confusing to you? Yes. Oh, it didn't come off confusing to me at all. I saw what was happening. And what does that say about a guy's finisher that it buries him? I don't know. Maybe. Well, I mean, yeah, that's that's a little weird. That that's a little weird. Where like your only defense could be like, but he's so light, and then it's like, well, then that shouldn't be his finisher. <laughs> um, also, like Cody, do the crossroads. Just everybody kicks out of it now, which is um, that sucks because I really like how it looks. Anybody else doing that move, it would just be some generic. Like somebody trying to rip off like Chris Saban or something, you know? Alex yeah, Saban. yeah, sure. But you know, you you take that nice pause, you breathe in. And but then... the way Cody does it, holy shit! Yeah, man, Cody's unbelievable at it. Worst segment of the week, number three. Worst segment of the week. Was it that for me? I'm going to vote Vince McMahon <laughs> on SmackDown. But I, I just does anyone have an argument? Over why it shouldn't be Vince McMahon on SmackDown. No, no, it's dude, it's gotta be. I don't understand why people aren't shitting on it more. What do you think, Zach? Uh, to make the argument, I think the only argument you could make is that it was so baffling that it was actually something worth watching. Like I would suggest someone goes and sees how like awful he sounded and how old he sounds just because, just because of how amazing it is that we've come this far to this, to this craziness. So 
that's the only argument. But with that argument, it's still the worst. Yeah, I, I don't know why it's not being talked about more. It was like um, genuinely, like strangely disrespectful. <laughs> is it weird? Like making fun of Vince is like making fun of somebody with Down syndrome or something. I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> oh, you don't, Zach? <laughs> no, I don't think it is. <laughs> Zach taking a bold stance. Yeah. Number four, the Velveteen Peen. <laughs> Oh, I'm four years old. I I, oh. I believed this at first, and I don't anymore. The Velveteen Dream has been accused by numerous uh, high schoolers. Of... <laughs> don't say it like that. That's so weird. What? what? I mean, it, they what? are high schoolers, right? I'm but fucking fifteen and sixteen. Yeah. Of sending them dick pics. <laughs> he says he didn't do it. He hasn't been fired, and it's been a week, and. And he's being advertised for next week's main event. It just feels like, like I know WWE gets behind people for bad shit, but when Hulk Hogan, who is, you know, their their you know sacred cow, when he said the N word, he said it like he got fired before the tape was released. Yeah. So I, I'm just thinking, like, if there was any credibility towards this, wouldn't they? want to can them for something you know this is like an underage you know criminal thing it's true yeah and 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 i i did initially uh believe it because as it was happening sort of live as um especially there was like this one boy who was posting that velveteen was messaging him um he started like deleting his tweets and uh and then there was like a weird he he went to show his um his DMs, so he like video recorded his own screen. Yeah. There was like a weird, like there was a racial, I don't want to say what, you know, there was like a racial slur in his DM, like as he was locating his other DM. And it was like, oh, really? Yeah. And it was like specifically like, um, it was very shady. Like it was like he was planning a coup. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I, I, there's a good chance people got crazy messages from people but i guess that's just the internet now that's the crazy that's the crazy thing about the internet you can just i don't know it sounds like an episode of fucking law and order cyber crimes meets svu but wasn't he just like and there wasn't he like the dreams uh team will be looking into it <laughs> was it just me or like i read it like you know like he like the prince that he is he he responded in kayfabe which i appreciate yeah, he's like he's like yeah the dream this was not the dream. <laughs> like, it's just so which like Enzo also did. Like he did he didn't, he still very much stayed Enzo the whole time. He Enzo just, like, has stayed Enzo throughout this entire process. Yeah, Enzo's the only person who like like you throw an accusation at him and immediately he's just like, get the cameras, we gotta make a music video. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but huge main events next week Velvety Dream versus Adam Cole uh, NXT champion Adam Cole and this match I can't wait for uh, Sex Gods Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara Guevara sorry versus Kenny Omega and Matt Hardy yeah that's gonna be a fun one in a uh, in a street fight 
Yeah, it should be fun. I feel like NXT is more stacked, though. Yeah, I mean, I think both will be good shows. What is that with NXT, man? So, like, NXT, if I watch it on mute, it's, I mean, it's the best wrestling happening right now, right? In ring. Yeah, I mean, I think that there's matches on AEW that I, I think the Cody Darby match for sure. Oh, yeah, no, 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 definitely, definitely. But um, I don't know. Every time I watch NXT, there's just like a new move I've never seen. <laughs> NXT is a very good show. Hey, look, here's an un, uncontroversial idea. Um, why don't you fucking put NXT on Tuesdays? Put it on Tuesdays. It would be great. Yeah, I mean, they, they would do better in the ratings. They would do way better in the ratings. AEW would do better. Wrestling fans would enjoy it more. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if they pull the plug on NXT on Wednesdays. Or just makes it a uh, WWE Network exclusive. Yeah, go back to, you know, what it was. I mean, that, that was a lot of people's reason for having the network. You know, the thing is they defeated, like, a big argument that they, that AEW, that people would have had with AEW uh, if NXT never went to that time slot is that they could have always been like, yeah, AEW, it's cool. They're doing different stuff from Raw and SmackDown, but it's not serious wrestling. If NXT had a two-hour serious wrestling show, that would be way better. And now that we've seen both of those shows against one another, well, AEW's a better show. Yeah, I think it's... You want to know wrestling just... on NXT, you know, give or take every week, every week, give or take, I think either show is going to have better wrestling. But yes. the more memorable angle, for the most part, is going to happen with AEW. And the, most, and the most unquantifiable thing, which is like the fun wrestling angle. Yeah, that thing that you, for some reason you, you just enjoyed so damn much and you don't know why. That's always AEW. That's always AEW. Damn. It's always AEW. Number five, Cain Velasquez released. This should this have happened. One of the most baffling. I mean, I wish that there were, like, obviously this could never be an ESPN 30 for 30, but I wish there was, because it's not important enough, but I wish there was wrestling 30 for 30s, like within WWE, because I would love to see Kane Velasquez's journey from being like legitimately one of the baddest men on the planet to then getting praised for his Lucha Libre skills <laughs> to then being like getting all the heat from Kofi losing to getting squashed, to then just disappearing. It's one yeah, of the and also kind of losing value. Ever. Yeah. He he definitely lost value in it too because he was criticized. When he walked out, we all made fun of how he looked. Yeah. And so now, I mean, who's I I I why would AEW want him, you know? Um he because also he's not even just a guy who I mean, you have to train him. You have to work on him to be a personality. If you're, if you're a guy who's already taken so much punishment, why the fuck are you going to do that now with wrestling? Yeah. 
He should just get like a show like, on like a, some shitty network. Like if I was uh, like if I was like if I had won an Ultimate Fighting Championship, and they're like, okay, for hundreds of thousands of dollars, now you can even you can arguably destroy your body worse. I'd be like, hey, all right, can I just blow dudes? <laughs> that sounds like a better option. Yeah, he should just become a bounty hunter. Like Dave Schultz. Yes, seriously. You just be a bounty hunter. That's the, that's the only thing you should be. When you're like that capable of fighting and now it, and it's time to hang up your boots or like, you know, if you were a cop, it's time to hang up your boots. You either become a bounty hunter or you hope your daughter is abducted so you could go do, so you can go fight people. Yeah, you really want a bounty hunter. That's the ideal job you want. When you meet a guy like that, the only time you're happy to meet a guy like that is if you're sending them after the men who t- took your daughter. <laughs> the only time you're happy to meet a guy that looks like that. Yeah, he should be a hitman. Number six, NWO Walmart Conspiracy. I don't know if you guys saw this. This is I did. from ringsidenews.com. A religious fanatic called out Walmart for selling NWO t-shirts and claimed a global conspiracy. I mean, I almost don't blame her. This is, this is the tweet. Now found in your local Walmart store is global elites pushing for the NWO, parentheses, new world order, which includes one world leader, one world religion, one world currency, and one world government. Time to show Walmart what we think, exclamation point. Hashtag support small business. <laughs> yeah and then everybody in the comments is like this this is about hulk hogan <laughs> everybody's getting offended in the comments. yeah and it's, it's just like her cousins writing her and stuff <laughs> bitch how did you not know this <laughs> yeah yeah her family gets pissed off not that yeah she has terrible political opinions but because yeah they disown her didn't know what the nwo was they're like, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash? <laughs> Debbie, you dumb bitch. Come on. Jesus Christ. How, how did we raise you? I don't know who Mary, Luke, and Paul are. <laughs> <sighs> NWO. Seriously, though, what do you think is the craziest booking decision that you think could actually work in some way? What do you mean booking decision uh, based on the NWO? No, in general, in general. I'm just saying, like, okay, like, a, a reason for this, okay, like, a, a crazy booking decision, for instance, would be Otis winning the world title. Like, it's crazy, but I could see it working. Yeah, a million percent I could see it working. Do you have another one? Um, crazy. I, I, I thought your question was uh, involving the NWO with that. No, what about the NWO? No, no, that's that's how the question was worded in the email. So that's what I was thinking about. No, so it's no, okay. okay. Um, yeah, Zach, go. Do you have a crazy booking decision? Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, Dan emailed us. Uh, it was worried about the NWO, right? All right. I wasn't. I wasn't clear. I wasn't clear. I was switching topics. I was switching topics. I uh, should have made that more clear in the email. 
I, th I thought I thought your question was what would be a crazier T-shirt. No, no, I have I have one, and I want to see if you guys want to shit on me for it. Dexter Loomis retires the Undertaker. You're a psycho, dude. This isn't a, this isn't a booking. This isn't a booking. This is something you whisper to yourself. You whisper. <laughs> I think it could work. No, no. Yeah, especially now with American Badass Taker, you have like Dexter, like his Dextery, you know, like look, like like he's like going after uh, big biker Taker's wife again, <laughs> and uh, and you know he ends up losing to Dexter Women, so he can save the Christian husband he's become. Wow, then, well, I'm just glad you really thought this through. <laughs> Did you draw pictures for this too? It was hard to draw because I was too busy coming. <laughs> you know who I think should beat the – no, actually you can't. What? I was going to say have Kofi beat Taker in like a respectful way. Yeah, maybe. I mean, Just I think to redeem be, that, man. I mean, him or Daniel Bryan, it's like they're too old now. You want to have somebody who's a little bit younger. Yeah, but that's what I, that's what I thought, and then Brock beat him. I guess. Number seven. Yeah. Okay. Well, they were wrong then. Number seven, Jerry the King Waller explains his Akira Tozawa ramen noodle moon salt comment. <laughs> what do you think of his explanation, guys? I, I, I'm not going to say I can relate to it, but I do. <laughs> okay, so for, for those listening, his explanation was essentially that he was expecting the other commentators to reprimand him on commentary, and that would kind of be the joke, you know? Like, oh, there's there Jerry. Is an argument. There is an argument that if Will Ferrell called it that, people would be like, oh, he's playing a character who's got, like, the xenophobic hubris. Of, of course, sure, sure. But, and that's why I said I kind of – I get that because if you make a joke and nobody laughs, it's no longer a joke. Yeah. Here, and, and like, not, so here's, if you, here's why I believe Jerry Waller. If Jerry Waller really wanted to insult Asian people, he would say something that was way worse. Like what he actually believes is way worse than that comment. Yeah. And then also like, you have to like, you have to apply his, what he is to it. Like he's this guy from Memphis. He's what seventy? We said last week. Yeah, he doesn't think COVID's real. Yeah. So then, when you go, oh, he's saying that. What a sweet guy. Like <laughs> in the context of that, it's like, what a thank you, sir. Thank you um, so much for not saying the things you could have said. <laughs> uh, number eight, build AEW's pay per view and fantasy book the rest of the card. Caveat. You must keep in mind you have another show four months later that's just as important. I don't know if you'd consider All Out just as important as Double or Nothing. More important. You think All Out's more important than Double or Nothing? Oh, a million percent, yeah. And, and you know, fingers crossed, it's, it's the first pay-per-view back with the crowd. Right, Dan? Please tell me that's going to happen. I hope so. I hope so. How do you fantasy book the rest of the card? What, what, do, you, what do you put on for Double or Nothing? Okay, Obviously so we have, we have Lance Archer versus Cody, but fill out the rest of the car, or or at least give me three matches. 
Yeah, no, I'll, yeah, I'll fill out the rest of the card for you. Um, Jericho versus Hardy has to happen. Right. Um, is it a compound match? I don't know. Might as well be, right? Right. Um, I would say absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, you kind of just get this one over with. I mean, I know you could stretch it out and do it in front of a live crowd. No, no, you, no. This we is don't want to see it. Do in this situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we don't want to see it in front of a lot. Like I, I just want this. This is the storyline you do for television. For television, you know. Um, so yeah, I would say do do that. Um, obviously, Jericho. So you got Jericho versus Hardy, um, Cody versus um, Lance Archer, um, Moxley. Okay, now he, he said he's going to fight what somebody. Do, you do with Moxley. Right, he said he's gonna fight somebody. Now my issue is, the Cody match should be the main event, right? Mm-hmm. But if the world title's for up up for grabs, you got to do the world title, right? Just because that's how they act there, right? right. If it was WWE, I'd say no, but that's how they act there. No, no, the world the world title is the world title. Right? Yeah. So Moxley returns next week, okay? Right. MJF returns next week, so maybe you rush that. Now that's a bummer because I want to see that in front of a crowd, but. What are you going to do, right? So you could do Mox versus MJF, right? Mm-hmm. Here's my favorite one that I thought of. Um, Dustin comes out next week and says he, he's going to retire. He's ashamed of himself. Remember how he was going to retire if he didn't beat um, – Right. What's his face? Yeah. So you have him say he's going to retire, and then Moxley comes out and says, hey, man, look, not only are you not going to retire, fight me for this title. I know that's weird because he's like he was in the tournament, so you go, wait, a guy who right. – well, It's not bad. It's not bad. But it's cute, right? It's cute. Um, or you do what, Mox versus Brody? I don't think you do Mox versus Brody. Yeah. Mox vs. Havoc, and you just make it like a, you think you're crazy? You know, that's all Mox oh, yeah. is really uh, no. kind of. Zach, you got any, you got any bright ideas? <laughs> uh, what about the tag titles? It's, it's still, it's Omega and Hangman still, so. Yes, yeah, so what I think you do with that match is um, during, mm, shit, I was going to say during next week's match, but it's not Hangman with Omega. But somehow you get to um, Santana Ortiz versus Omega and Hangman. Otherwise, you have to do the best friends. And the only way you could do that is because they won last night, right? Yeah, you can't do that. Well, no, the I, only I, way I, you I, can do that is you say, um, it's like, you know, the best friends walk past them. I mean, you got to rush these fucking storylines right now. So I, I think I, will, I, like, I like Mox versus Dustin. I also think Mox versus MJF at this point. Like normally, I'd be like that's hot shotting because th- that's what it is. It definitely is hot shotting booking. It all is though. It has to be. It has to be. But yeah, they're in a situation like they can't really build things slowly. We're in a pandemic. You've kind of got to act. You kind of got to act. You got to speed through TV faster. Yeah, dude. So. It's got to be quick, quick storylines. And um... and then I, I think uh, the revolt against the young bucks. <sighs> I think you save that for a crowd, dude. You save that for all out. Yeah, maybe. I agree. I think you save that debut for a crowd as well. You save yeah. that for a crowd. What dude, about that- do you do you, do you uh, insert Britt Baker into the women's title picture? Yeah, yeah. Shame yeah, she hasn't that. been yet. What? I said it's a shame she hasn't been yet. 
Yeah, it feels like she could really carry it. For sure. Um, so, yeah, you put her in that. But you guys don't like the idea of the best friends being like, wait, how are you guys tag champs? You don't even like each other. And they're like, well, we, we like each other. And it's like, no, you don't. Yeah, we hate each other. Like, we watch the show. We're best friends. Like that, that's very good booking. But it's a little silly. And I just don't – I don't know, man. Just the clinic that those four guys put on at Revolution to follow it up with you, – you, you ain't getting much better, man. It's just a weird time. These pay-per-views aren't going to be like – the greatest shit you've seen. You've got to save it for a crowd. That's true. How much do you do there's your charge? Ten bucks. Yeah. Yeah, I think and like, like Or, I mean, dude, what were they charging? Like 50 or 60 bucks last time? They yeah, can't do that during this. Bucks. They can't do that during this. No. The only other thing I could say is like if they say, oh, we're going to donate it to, you know, we're going to donate a portion to, you know, whatever. People going through it. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Sick people with alcoholism aids. <laughs> yeah, what? you know what? I, I don't know. Number nine. Joe Exotic versus Matt Taven. Apparently, a Joe Exotic thought that Matt Taven and a few other Ring of Honor wrestlers <laughs> were spies for Carol Baskin. Yeah, well, because it, it was Jay Lethal said he was from Tampa, right? Yeah. And he was like, goddamn Carol Baskins from there. <laughs> of course. Of course there's just so many parallels uh, between this story and professional wrestling. Look, I mean, based on what I've heard and a clip I saw that wasn't on the show, the reason that they didn't want Jay Lethal in the park was not because they thought he worked for Carol Baskin. <laughs> yeah. It's the same reason he couldn't get on a golf course. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> I do love how there is this like intertwining thing with Joe Exotic and professional wrestlers. Yeah, it's it's such a fucking mid-90s gimmick. It's great. He's an alligator wrestler, but and then Vince Russo at Buddy's Gay, bro. <laughs> He's fucking gay, bro. <laughs> uh, number ten, Dark Side of the Ring. What should be next season's episodes? It, I'm I'm not exaggerating. Wait, wait, before before we keep going, did I did we do something like this already, Zach? I don't think so. No, okay, I don't think right. we've suggested episodes. We've talked about Dark Side of the Ring, but we haven't suggested episodes. Okay. Yeah, no. All right. Scotty. Uh, you need to do the Saudi Arabia one. I think it would break records, but, I mean, you need to get, like, truly investigative. How do you say that word? You have yeah. to true. I mean, you got you to gotta risk going to Saudi Arabia and getting chopped up. Like, you got to. Jesus Christ. Do you want to go over do, there? Though. I think they could win an Oscar if they did that, or an Emmy because it's television. <laughs> I know, you, I know, six of your cameramen died, but here's this daytime Emmy, <laughs> dude. On that, and and on wrestling during um, during the virus, and and what all companies were doing. Focus on every company in the world. Make it a global thing, because this is a global pandemic. That's what I heard. Thanks, Scott. Yep. Scott just auditioned for uh, the host of uh, 
A young adult eating. <laughs> you don't think that's a great idea? It's all right. Fuck you, man. What are yours? What about you, Zach? Uh, I was thinking in the same vein of Scott, but more of a uh, just a straight investigative report on Vince McMahon himself. Oh my God, that should be a fucking twenty-part Netflix series. Yeah, yeah, kind of like the Jordan thing. Possible dirt as they could possibly get, and just put it onto one episode and see what happens. Dear God, that could be a whole network. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> the Vince McMahon documentary network that's brilliant. yeah I was just about to say Teddy Hart I think that's a great one we talked about this before I agree with yeah. that yeah Teddy Hart needs his own show he Absolutely. is he is Dog the Bounty Hunter <laughs> hey congrats to Dog who got married did he? <laughs> yeah he got married I don't know recently let me type this up I want to see if uh, she's if she's as beautiful as as Beth. <laughs> no, I'm not being a jerk. I mean, I know she passed away. I would never speak ill of these people. Um, and I and I thought she was so attractive when I was a kid. Yeah, no, this is just such a weird 2020 conversation. You googling pictures? Wow. Okay, so this is this is uh, interesting. Um, yeah, so who he married, right, was a bridesmaid at his wedding to Beth. Damn. Wow, truly, dog, the bounty hunter. (laughs) That boy (laughs) is a dog. Put put that joke in the pound, bro. Oh. In a boneyard. Scott, you got anything to plug? Yes, I do. Go on WWEshop.com and you could buy, I'm not lying, dirt. You could buy dirt from the Boneyard match for $75 in case you think anyone at that company has any grasp of what people are going through right now. $75 for a piece of dirt. You could, uh, so you could put it o- over the rest of the dirt you use to bury your loved ones during this trying time <laughs> oh my Ima- imagine someone wanting to be buried with some of the dirt used in a bone <laughs> mess. Oh, yeah. if that was their wish hey man i got two requests <laughs> number one bury me with the boneyard <laughs> number two someone tell me the difference between Jerry Lawler and Chaz Bono. I <laughs> oh, we are out of time. We got anything to plug, Zach? Buy some dirt, wash your hands. Buy some dirt, wash your hands. And uh, yeah, rate and subscribe to the podcast. You know, stay safe, everybody. It's a crazy time out there. Keep watching dumb wrestling. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys and have a good night.